going to throw it. And he's got the touchdown! Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Oh! Max strips it! He is unbelievable! This was one of the best weeks of football that I have seen in a long time. And these next couple weeks, even leading up to the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl itself has some big shoes to fill. We basically, oh, I mean, this was just epic football all the way around. Four games, all four of them were top-notch. The last game, that could have been a Super Bowl right there. And it was just so good. And we're going to be able to see these guys play for decades to come. This was divisional football week in the National Football League. I'm Steven, here with Isaac. It's the Tabor Gridiron Podcast. And this was, I mean, really, we say it every once in a while as far as, all oh, that was an epic game. This was some epic football, Isaac. It was. And honestly, like you said, we say that a lot. And if we see, like, a really good game in, like, week seven, week six, or something like that, and we say, oh, that was an epic game, great stuff, this is where the games really start to matter because sure you can put on an epic show and everybody's going to think it's awesome and the highlights are going to get like millions of views and whatnot. But now the games have meaning and now it's you win or you go home. And that's often where the best games come from because they know they're not just playing to make these crazy catches or to get a win against a rival. They're playing for their season. They're playing for their opportunity to make it into the Super Bowl and ultimately get the Lombardi, which is every team's goal in the football season. And I really just think it was cool seeing the divisional games because, in my opinion, they're almost as good, if not better, than the Super Bowl because the teams are just playing so hard to get to the Super Bowl. And like when you're playing like a divisional or even the championship or something like that, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing, and then you're just wanting to get to the Super Bowl. And then once you're in the Super Bowl, you're like, ah, I'm in the Super Bowl. And you kind of just ease up a little bit. But you still should play really hard and try to get the Lombardi because ultimately that's the end goal. And that's as much as you can want as a football team. Typically, the championship games I look forward to and most of the time are more entertaining than the Super Bowl, in my opinion. It's those guys really battling, like you said, to get there. I don't remember the last time a divisional week was so good. I, this was just so good all the way around. Let's break it down a little bit here. We got four games. Bengals and the Titans are first. That happens. Now, I was going for the Bengals here, Isaac. Who were you going for just starting this off? All right, so I was going. I was kind of going for the Titans. But... Just, just be honest. You were going okay. for the Titans. I was yeah. going for the Titans. No, but... no getting around to this here. You were going for the Titans. But I am not mad whatsoever that Joe Burrow made it. And... The Titans, they played well, for sure. Everybody did. It was a close game all the way around. It could have gone either way. But Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase just did their thing, stepped up when they needed to, and and took the game. Won it on a last-second field goal. A couple things I'm a little disappointed about, though, is Joe Burrow got sacked a ton in this game. It's a little concerning because you, they got to clean that up. You can't be winning football games and your quarterback is taking a beating like that. He got sacked like nine or ten times. That's crazy. And that's not even talking about how many times he was hurried up, pressured, knocked down. When you're just getting whacked over and over again, that's a lot. I, after the first quarter, 
second quarter, uh, heck, even the third quarter, fine. You're going to get some hits. you got to change your game plan. And I didn't like that I wasn't seeing just quick dropbacks, quick slants, quick throws, more screen passes. Like, help him out a little bit. He was just, they would hike the ball. Players are running their routes. He's holding it a couple, not even, you know, I mean, one, two, three seconds, and he's, boom, he's getting hit. Like, that ball need to be coming out fast. So I'm not liking the play calling. I don't like the fact that they weren't letting Joe have more control to go, hey, this is happening. Blitzes are happening. This is the defense. Like, I got to get out of this. I'm changing the play. I'm, I got to protect myself here. And the ball's got to come out faster. Yeah, you're right. I can agree with you on that because especially for like a rookie quarterback and you're going in there and you're just getting sacked over and over again. Like veteran quarterbacks, it's not even good when veterans are handling it. Well, this is what? His second or third year. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. Playing. I mean, but it doesn't matter who you are. You could be Tom Brady. You cannot be getting hit like that. But Tom's going to change the plays. Offensive coordinators are are going to go, hey, we have to have a different game plan. That was my concern with the Bengals here going, well, you got to step up and change some play calling here. I think you're right about that. And the, like you said, the Titans played really hard, and they definitely played their hard outs. I was going for them. I really wanted to see the Titans in the Super Bowl. I've always wanted to. And, I, I mean, I was going for the Saints this year, but obviously – they tried really hard, but it just came up to what other teams were doing, so the Saints didn't make it. But after that, I was like, man, I'm going for the Titans. And they made it pretty far, and I am proud of them. They made it to the v- Divisional. But you can't get everything you want in life, and so the Titans left the Divisional. Yeah, and the Titans made it pretty far the last couple of years, and they're just kind of falling short there. That's that's hard, too, for a team to to be making it to the playoffs and then not being able to to follow through or really get to the Super Bowl. These these core teams that have been in it, I think we're going to see them a lot more in the coming years. And, yeah, I, you really, it could be anybody's. And that's why we watch, Isaac, you know, week in and week out is because you never know what is going to happen. Okay, let's break down 49ers and the Packers. Now, really... I think our hearts were we wanted the 49ers to win, but we all kind of knew, yeah, the Packers are going to just destroy our, you know, their high-powered offense. There's a lot of injuries on the 49ers. And I said it from the beginning, even a couple of days before the game, I was like, if the defense of the 49ers are healthy, if they got their key players, I think that they can put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers. They might have a chance with this game. Garoppolo is going to have to step up. But the high-powered offense of the Packers, also the Packers have some weaknesses. I was watching their games going, they're not really a complete total football team. And even their coaches talked about it. Special teams has been struggling. Special, you got to, really you got to win in all three phases of football to be successful long-term. Offense, defense, special teams. 49ers put some pressure on Rodgers. They did, and it was definitely clear from the beginning that they were putting pressure because you could just tell he was being pressured, he was being kind of rushed to do things, and that's ultimately where the mistakes came in because the 49ers knew we don't have to sack him, we don't have to get interceptions, we don't have to do any of this crazy stuff. We can just pressure him, and Aaron Rodgers will just make the mistakes on his own. We don't need to make the mistakes happen. We just need to let him make the mistakes happen. And ultimately, it worked. I mean, they won the game, and it was a great game all around. And I'm 
Okay, this is kind of biased here, but I'm very happy that they won. Well, I, I was hap- I was going for the 49ers as well. And is this the last time we see Aaron Rodgers in Lambo and Packers uniform? I don't know, maybe. I think so. I think there was too much junk going on for the last couple of years, especially this last offseason, now losing the way that they did. I don't know. Okay, special teams, though, lost this game for the Packers. Yeah, I mean, the defense of the 49ers stepped up. They did their job. Garoppolo did his job. But it was the special teams of the 49ers that won this game and the special teams of the Packers that lost this game. They had a blocked field goal, if you remember, Isaac, a blocked punt. They missed a field goal. Like There was just a whole lot of stuff all the way around that basically special teams lost it for the Packers. I think you're right about that because... They literally, the like you were saying, about three phases of football, and we've even talked about it before. Like, if you have all three, three phases of football, moderately good slash decent, and the other team only has a very good offense, but not a good defense and not a good special team, you're better off with the even categories because you can function as one unit. You can function as a team. If you only have an offense, that offense is literally carrying you through everything. And obviously the offense is on for half the game. So you need to have the other half working in unison with the with the other half. And with the Packers, that was just not the case. Obviously their defense was doing fine and their offense was doing fine. But their special teams did not was not on par, and it it ultimately showed. Well, and when your coach says, "I hope special teams doesn't mess it up for us," and then that's how you lose the game, you really should have been paying attention to your special teams all season, mm-hmm. not when it was a do or die situation. Like if you knew you guys were struggling, that should have been what you're working on the hardest, and go, "Okay, hey, great, we can work on this and this and this with the offense." But we got Rodgers; they're actually doing pretty good defenses had been making it through, but wow, our special teams just stinks. Well, guess what? That's what you needed to be working on, and ultimately it got you kicked out. All right, two more games. I want to break down Rams, Buccaneers, going to be awesome. Let's get some scores, Isaac. You know, hey, can you get four games done in 60 seconds? Let's we'll see. see. What's the score? Nothing, nothing. What's the score? What's the score? What's the score? What's the score? Time for scores in 60 all right, well, this one isn't going to be too hard, but first off, we got the Bengals. They came on top of the Titans 19-16. to Sad to see the Titans go. On the other hand, the 49ers beat the Packers, and I was somewhat glad to see the Packers go 13-10. to The Rams came out to the top of the Buccaneers in an absolute upset, 30-27, to winning with a field goal. The Chiefs came on top of the Bills, much to our dismay, and it ultimately relied on a coin toss, which we'll get to in a little bit, 42-36. to 36. And that's all. That is all. All right. Hey, we did that it. That was fast. It's just, it's just going to get less and less. You know, next week's only two games, then we're down to one. Oh, that one's going to be epic. Ooh, epic scores. Can he do it? I don't know. One game in 60 seconds. Nice job, though, man. Thank you. Did a great job all season giving scores and highlights here. Rams and the Buccaneers. A lot of people thought it was going to be the Patriots and the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. Some people were hoping for it. I wasn't. And both of those teams are eliminated. I'm a big Tom Brady fan. We've talked about it over the years, how good he is, how just an elite quarterback he is. But he's also won a ton. 
and you got to win some, you got to lose some. I was really happy to see Matthew Stafford be able to move on and not even just to be able to move on to actually go and play such an elite quarterback like Tom Brady and to come out on top. That's got to feel good for Matthew Stafford and and I'm happy for him. He struggled so much with the Lions and everybody thought that it was him and he's just a washed up quarterback. And year in and year out, he fought and he worked on his skills. And now here being in a team where a team is built around him, where they're doing good in all three phases, but he's showing that he can be an elite quarterback. And this whole season, I think he's been doing really, really well. And it was good to see Matthew playing at such a high level. It was good to see that. And Matthew Stafford was amazing. Aaron Donald was very good. In fact, Brady got pressured more than he has ever got pressured in the whole season. And that's just crazy to think because, first off, it's a playoff game. So, obviously, it was if if he was ever going to get pressured the most he's ever been in a season, this would be And you got Von Miller. I mean, you got, you know, Aaron Donald in there. Like, all these guys that are the Rams went to pick up and make sure that they had and are putting pressure on Brady. Yeah, not going to lie. The thing I often compare the Rams to is from how many people they're picking up, it's literally like like a Madden 21 team where it's like pick your dream team. That's how I would pick it with OBJ, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford. He's They're literally customizing. Well, and how many teams team. passed? Uh, and I agree with you. I, you feel like you're playing a video game sometimes, but it's epic the fact that they were able to get all those guys and mm-hmm. then they're playing at this elite level. Odell Beckham Jr., a lot of people passed up on him when he went to be a free agent. Rams got him. He played actually a key role in this game. Caught five, six passes. I mean, really good key moments that helped the Rams. So all of the guys that they did pick up in the offseason, obviously Stafford being the number one guy with the big trade with Goff of their goal into getting to the playoffs and moving on is really paying off for them so far. And we'll see what happened. On the other hand, Brady did a really good job. He threw the ball 54 times. Mm-hmm. I, the guy just week in and week out is just, it's amazing for how long he's been playing his age and that he really fought and came back into this game. Now, if you remember the Rams were winning pretty much, most of the game, and it looked like it was going to be a blowout. And Brady's just kind of like, been there, seen that, done that. We just got to go and play our game. And the fact that they came back and only lost by three was pretty amazing. And that's just all on Brady, really. That is really all on Brady because he is like one of the number one motivators and probably the he is definitely the leader on the buccaneers offense the whole team honestly he is the driving force mike evans antonio brown well antonio brown is not on their team anymore but when he was they all followed and they all followed him he was a great leader and he still is and i think he'll still be on the bucks next year i mean year. early in the third quarter it's 27 to 3 27 to 3 like as the Rams, as Rams fans, you got to be thinking like, man, we got this. We're we're so moving on. Like, oh yeah, we just crushed Brady, and Brady's sitting there going, if you remember the Super Bowl with the uh, the Falcons, it's like twenty eight to three. Brady came back, won the Super Bowl. I mean, that was crazy and epic. Again, Brady's like, I've been there, 
guys, we just got to keep playing our game. We got to just keep doing what we're doing. Anything can happen. And slowly but surely, they just start making plays, getting field goals, getting touchdowns, and to only lose by three points is pretty awesome. I mean, I'm telling you, this week of football was just epic all the way around. All right, Isaac, we, we got we to gotta spend some time here. We got to just wrap this up. Several minutes of just diving into one of the best football games in the longest time that I can remember. This could have been the Super Bowl. We're, we are going to see these guys, these teams play for the next decade, and it's going to be epic all the way around. Chiefs, Bills. I was going for the Bills. I've been riding the Bills all season. They didn't obviously make it through, but, I mean, entertaining is kind of an understatement. That is kind of an understatement because they were just on fire. This And it was not just them. The Chiefs were on fire. They were just going back and forth, and that, I think— is what really stood out because not you can say the Bills lost and they didn't make it. Sure, that's true. But you can't say they didn't try. They tried really hard and they were playing. And honestly, it really just came up to the coin toss. And we'll get to that in a couple minutes. But that was really just the driving force because in overtime, if Patrick Mahomes, once Patrick Mahomes did it, called heads and he got the play he got to play first he got a touchdown and actually I saw this meme that was very it was funny and it said that Josh Allen couldn't have done anything more to improve his game and then the other guy says well he could have called heads and I was like that's so true (laughs) really I but Josh could not have played any better Josh Allen was absolutely epic was as elite of a quarterback as you can be. He was making plays with his legs. The, his throws were just unbelievable. The plays he was making, the caliber that he was playing at was just top-notch. I mean, nine touchdown passes in his last two games, zero interceptions. I mean, he was on fire. But really on par with that, Patrick Mahomes was as well. Mm-hmm. And that's what was so cool to see. And the Chiefs struggled at the beginning of the season, but Patrick and the Chiefs really found their rhythm as well. And both quarterbacks, the defenses just couldn't stop either of them. I don't know if just the defenses were that bad. I don't even I can't even say that. I think the defense did a decent job for both teams. Both quarterbacks were that good and they were playing at such a high level that I mean, it was just taking minutes, seconds, 13 seconds left in the game. Patrick Mahomes goes down and scores and ties it. I mean, it was just back and forth, and then you're right. You get to overtime. I don't know. Do you change some overtime rules? You know, you could say, well, we changed overtime rules. Well, the Bills, the defense should have stepped up, and they would have won. Or what if they would have stopped them when there was only 13 seconds? I don't know. Again, the quarterbacks played at such a high level that – I don't know. Do you do you change overtime rules where each quarterback at least gets a, ch- a chance to have the ball? Yeah, that is a very interesting question because I have thought about that for a while because it almost seems fair if you give them both a chance. And like we said— I think you should just play a full 15-minute quarter in the overtime in the playoffs, and whoever wins at the end of 15 minutes, that's the winner. I think that's smart because I think that's 
what used to do. And I think that's really a more not. I mean, it's it's fairer in a sense because both teams get a chance. And I honestly think that would have been better, but we can't change that. But now we're going to the championship game. It's going to be epic. We're going to break it down for you. And we hope you'll join us next week.